Hello and welcome back to the Marketing Freaks podcast. For the next two episodes, I am joined by a very special guest, Lisa Pratt, digital marketing lead from Girl Guiding. We're going to be talking through a couple of topics in the next two episodes. Uh, the first one being how to cut through the noise just in the world of digital marketing. So how to stand out how to get the attention of your customers, how to get your message across. It's a really good, important topic. Uh, if you enjoy this one, please do come and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you really love it, give us a rating. Any help like that is always so appreciated and really does kind of keep this podcast going. So I hope you enjoy this one. Lisa, thank you for joining me and coming over to Guildford to talk about... Um, a variety of topics. We're going to do a couple of episodes today. Um, this first one is about standing out from the crowd and cutting through the noise of digital marketing, um, which I think is a step that some people miss when they're planning their campaigns. Um, so it's a really important one to talk about, I think. When we were discussing topics before we um, started planning this one, uh, this was one that you suggested. So my first question, I guess, is like, why... What does it mean so much to you? <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, thank you so much for having me on today. It's it's a really good question. And I think for me, it surprised me that I came up with it, to be honest. Um, there's a couple of reasons. I think the main one is because just from a personal point of view, there's been a lot of digital fatigue that people have experienced over the last year. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's the point around how do you get past that in terms of, I guess, your own enjoyment for your role, but also in terms of like actually the people that you need to talk to and how do, if everyone's feeling, feeling a lot of fatigue, how do you cut through that feeling? Um, especially because of the pandemic and although we are coming out of it, um, we were all on digital platforms so much in that time. And I think it's it's really competitive now to stand out more. Yeah, definitely. And within your world at Girl Guiding, I think it's a really interesting take on competitiveness because uh, I'm a parent of two and uh, a parent's head is a very competitive space in that there's only seven days a week, but there's hundreds of different things that you could do with your kids. There's loads of clubs, there's loads of activities so I guess the job for you is to convince a parent that girl guiding is a good option, it's a viable option, but you've got to stand out from a lot of other stuff that's trying to say the same thing. Is that a, is that a fair observation? Yeah, it's a, it's a really fair and you've hit the nail on the head really with, uh, you know, my job in digital marketing and oh. the marketing team that we work on is... Um, yeah, it's a competitive space for parents and, you know, to really uh, show them that it's worthwhile their time and, and kind of what we, the value that we can bring yeah. um, for their children to help them, but also to make their lives as easy as possible. And we're talking to them on platforms that everyone else is talking to them on. <laughs> so, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Google ads, Google yeah. search ads, it's, we're one voice uh, from hundreds. So it's, it's... I think that's why it came up in my head as a topic. It's like how, yeah, for us as girl guiding, we've been really looking at ways that how do we cut through that and continue to when you're needing to continually talk to parents or or work on different types of campaigns through similar channels, it becomes trickier to, to do that. Yeah. And what's your process for that? Because 
um, again, like I alluded to right at the beginning, I think a lot of people miss it in a way in that they go with what <clears throat> they feel is going to work best, but maybe don't look at the competition or talk about things in their own language. Like, how do you make sure that when you're launching a campaign that you have done everything you can to make sure that you are standing out? What's the process like? It's, it's, it's in a nutshell, it's data and evidence-based um, in terms of looking... So there's different ways you can go about doing that in terms of a process. Yeah. So for, for us at Girl Guiding... Um, for example, with uh, girl recruitment campaigns, it's really important that we speak to to parents or get the views of girls through the parents, um, you know, when they're under a certain age about um, what's important to them and what are they interested in and, you know, what's going on in their world and their lives. And, um, we, you know, we've been running digital marketing campaigns for a while now, so it's looking at all the data and insights that we've got um through the results on the on the social channels and the platforms that we're using and also um like we were talking about earlier with uh, google search ads what are those keywords that parents are actually searching for <laughs> are we yeah. using those words to <laughs> to talk to those parents um when we are looking at recruitment campaigns for example or just talking to them for ads like are we using the same language are we talking in the same language i think it is the thing that we've really we're paying more and more attention to and testing that as well and seeing yeah. if it works. Yeah, that's, again, a common trap, I think, is people talk about their own service or product or organisation in their language and they forget to talk about it in the... And it's often not the same language no. as, <laughs> uh, a, you know, a potential customer. I guess, again, in your your scenario, if you think about... You start to think about the details and you realise quite how unique it is and that another angle here is that you're essentially talking to two different completely separate groups of people right so the parents are obviously going to be the people picking up the phone and booking or emailing you know not there <laughs> who books on the phone anymore <laughs> online online the registration form oh, on the, the website yeah yep. <laughs> forgot about that big thing called the internet um but you've also got to make it look interesting for the the girls and the kids right because yeah. the parents are going to phone up if the kid's not interested yep um is that that must be a challenge it is so um there's different ways you can handle advertising and marketing campaigns and language when you're doing that so um you know for example the age of rainbows when they're like if you think of kind of girls that are just below 10 anyway despite whatever yeah. group they're part of um the really young girls may not be on the internet proactively themselves yeah, yeah. yet although we know that you know, the younger and younger get, they're getting, they're far more web savvy than, than I would yeah. have been at 10, yeah. um, for example. But it's it's that point about um, parents are the gatekeepers to their children, they're protective over them. And so it's that balance between explaining to parents what we do, making it super clear, yeah. and also showing content that's relevant for their girls that we know they're interested in. Yeah. So, you know, it's... I think sometimes you have to be careful about who you target because if you try and target, for example, like girls and parents at the same time, it's muddying the water. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, with our campaigns, we very much kind of at the moment, we, we go through the parents with the, with the recruitment campaigns for girl recruitment, for example, to to then, um, as I said, because they're kind of more of the gatekeepers for their children. Of course. And then you onboard them. But you have to, 
you have to be <clears throat> for digital kind of paid marketing campaigns that's the approach we take but for our social media side of things you know we're we're far more I say it's easier to become more girl-led and girl voice and show kind of girls in their world and, and things like that so that's how yeah. we're we're splitting out the strategy that way kind of yeah. thing at the moment yeah. um but our ambition is to you know uh, be more and more girl-led and girl-voiced, that, that is yep. a thing. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, you have to be very careful about how you target the audiences, I think, without confusing yeah, things too definitely. much. Yeah, definitely. Funny mention rainbows. My daughter's five. Um, she was at rainbows for how long? But she, yeah, she recently quit. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Dare I ask why? Um, <laughs> On a podcast? <laughs> They probably won't be listening. Um, I don't know. I just think, like, whatever reason. But, yeah, she she decided to do an art class instead. But um, it's interesting for when, like, when we're finding stuff for our kids to do. Yeah. Like, we'll see an ad or a post or, you know, whatever we see. Yeah. Oh, they'll probably like that. But then we show them. Yes. Go, do you fancy? Look at that. How about that? And they, they look at it and go, yeah, yeah, okay, fine. That looks good. Or, yeah. No, don't want to do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's a weird one because we have to see it and go, yeah, that looks good. Tick all the parent boxes. Yes. But then we'll show them yeah. and get their opinion. Even though she's five and her opinions are random at best. <laughs> We'll still ask for it. It's, a, it's a definitely an interesting one. And um, in, like, in terms of talking, you mentioned like focus groups and talking to the parents yeah. and getting feedback, yeah. which I think, again, is really, really useful. So what's your experience of that been? And how useful has that been for what you're doing? Yeah, so we've, in my time at Girl Guiding, we've tried that in two ways, really. Um, on the first girl recruitment campaign we ran, we interviewed the girls were with their parents at the time. So that one was more kind of girl led, oh, right. if okay. you like. Yeah. Um, hilarious, to be honest. Like it just, it's, it's really opened my mind up to I can the really minds of, of girls at that age. And it's, yeah, it's great. It's a great place to be. Um, and it's amazing how much they are already like looking for girl influencers or they have been for a while and trying to find themselves on there and do their own thing, you know, yeah. do their own tutorials and show the world their yeah. voice. Um, but they're very straight talking with what they like and what they don't like. Like that's very clear. You don't come away from those sessions not knowing yeah. what they're interested in, what they're not in, not interested in. They tell you what they think. Yeah. But yeah. You know, great, fantastic. We've done the job, got the evidence, off we go. Um, and then... Um, we had a review, so we then we found, did that focus group, um, used all the insights, um, you know, ran some video uh, shoots for and did some activity videos with the girls, which was so much fun. It's so nice to see them having fun and also using that for marketing campaigns because, you know, it's all about the girls having fun really and, and growing and stuff. So it's great to, to do that at the same time. Um, and then at the end, so at the end of that year, <clears throat> last year, we brought in a new focus group of parents if you like and showed them the videos and said what do you think you know they came to it completely afresh not seeing these well they may have stumbled across them but you know they're they're coming fresh to it and that campaign said oh you know um what do you think about this uh what's your you know what's your idea about the different things that girl guiding offer is it clear do you understand it and that was invaluable because um you know really we were showing a few activities but we found that we by doing that at the time 
although it wasn't bad, it was parents were thinking of that we only kind of um, ran a set selection of activities with the in the units that, that were available for the girls sorry yeah. units that's a girl guiding time in the activity groups so we there was a job to be done and in terms of perception busting and like no that's not actually <laughs> we don't just do two or three types of activities and um dancing and kind of yes girls go outside and have fun activities but it, there's far more to it than that you know they go on a journey with girl guiding and they can take part in lots of different types of activities from kind of you know understanding robotics to being outdoors and um you know having a voice a political voice if they wanted one um and all these things exist but we don't sometimes you just need to come out and say it in yeah. like a really obvious way and actually cherry pick um examples from different categories to to this is what we were talking about in terms of using the language with parents yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what we're tr- that's what we're trying out basically now yeah which is hard when you've got a limited amount of space to mm. show such a breadth i think like you know when you got maybe on a facebook ad you've got some carousels that you can show and a bit of text and a search ad you've got even less because you've got you know 30 characters in a headline yes. or whatever you know it's really difficult i think so like how have you got around that challenge of showing like the full breadth of activities that you offer and the you know the age groups and the different locations there's a lot to pack in yeah there is a lot there's a lot to pack in (laughs) and yeah as you were saying for example with google search ads how do you do that in a 30 character headline or a 90 character description (laughs) you know that's a job to be done Yeah, yeah so we have been working as a team to speak to, we've got different departments at Girl Guide, you know, uh, our program team that look after all our activities. We've got our trading team that look after all the kind of products that we sell. Also, we've got insights, right? Like, so we know which topics are performing well with parents from the sales figures. And we've got data in terms of uh, the amount that, for example, like badges would be purchased and things like that. Um, so as I mentioned before, we, we just go back to being data and evidence led and we look at that and then go, okay, well, that's working. So let's try that out. And, you know, whether you pick, for example, like the top five topics for us, we found for each section of girl guiding, that was a huge um, variety of topics per section. Mm-hmm. So that was the way in. That was that was how we were going to test it. And that, that is how we're testing Got it. So, so it's a process of prioritization using the data and then yeah. let's flow from there. Yeah, exactly. And then you test. Um, so it's been a really good way actually to know that, you know, cause we're spending our money. So we need to make sure it's yeah. going to perform and we're going to get yeah. that return on investment. So it's doing it in a way that's evidence led that we know kind of works with parents in terms of their topics that girls are interested in and parents are interested in. Yep. Yep. So starting from the best possible point, yeah. And then testing out from there. Yeah. And have you, in terms of like creative, <clears throat> what have you, have you done anything to kind of um, invest in or develop creative that, I guess from a, you know, from a social point of view, it's stopping someone scrolling. So have you found kind of winning formulas for what really helps you stand out and interrupt someone's scroll? Like, is it video? Is it image? What do you tend to find works best from that? kind of side of things it's a really good question so there's a couple of things in the language that we know about um and in terms of creative it's videos we we know that 
and I'm yeah, I'm sure other people from organizations are experiencing this as well. It's that human video. Yeah. yeah. And that that's, you know, creatively, that's what performs best because you're seeing real life happen. Yep. And, you know, and go, we're not, you know, we're not kind of in a film or anything. It's real life. So it's great to see that. Um, yep. And with the language, um, it's very much like from the focus group, we found out the parents want to know, you know, what's local to them, making clear it's actually for for their daughter so it's using words like your daughter and things like that just personalizing it and tailoring it to to the parent um and then just being really conversational and clear like marketing you can use so many different terms and i think even you know with your own internal language you can and it's just being really clear about uh what it is we do and and how it can essentially benefit their daughter so it's yeah. um so like human language yeah. human creative that's been the winning yeah that's what's working for us and it aligns with our values and our tone of voice so it's it's great it's great that it does work um yeah brilliant stuff and um kind of as a final point on this topic for anyone who's working in a marketing role maybe is struggling to work out how to do this like are there any resources that you recommend or books or like, is there anything that you've looked at or read over the years that's really helped you define your approach to this? That's a really good question. I was actually talking to a friend about this um, when we were strangely walking in a field in Wales. And um, <laughs> basically, she asked me if I, if I had a, a Chartered Institute of Marketing qualification, you know, and I said, no, I've not. Um and for me, it's I've I've learned through the different types of projects I've worked on and the different people I've worked with, and I think it's good to stay curious and ask questions. Yeah. Um, I've always been curious, and I think it's ask asking people like you know what type of projects have they worked on, what's been working for them, and or even just like getting involved with the project. Um, you may not necessarily be doing the doing, but you're hearing what's going on, and that's the way I've learned to be honest over the years is is just that hands-on approach and talking to people yeah (laughs) but I think so many people are nervous of doing that and um I think you know study is great and reading is brilliant yes but there's nothing that beats having a go yeah and I think it's um something I try to remind myself of is like it's okay we were talking about this before like it's okay if it goes wrong and yeah um it's it's okay <laughs> basically yeah. you know obviously you want to mitigate risks where you can um but we've we've all gotten to where we are because we've learned from mistakes across along the way and i think it's just not being afraid about that um or yeah. certainly you know seeking advice on something but just giving it a good go first yeah perfect uh, yeah yeah i'm 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 the same Dive in, yeah. give it a go, ask people for advice. Yeah. And you'll pick things up pretty quick, I think, yeah, if you've you got the right mindset. Yeah, um, I think it's that thing also about like um not taking it personally and it's yeah. you're you're learning, you're not like doing a crap job. Yeah. You're learning. <laughs> yeah. But that, that, to that point about getting feedback from your customers in a focus group, like I imagine in some cases that could feel quite brutal if you haven't quite got it right and you're really proud of what you've done. But if you don't know what they're thinking, you don't know what they're thinking. Yeah. And kind of opening yourself up to that 
I think is one of the biggest things you can do to, um, you know, if you if you need to know how you're going to stand out more, you got to get the feedback from the yeah. people that you're trying to stand out to. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's so true. Wonderful. Well, look, thank you so much, Lisa. That was a great chat about kind of how to stand out in the world of digital marketing. Um, in the next episode, we're going to be talking about well-being and mental well-being and looking after yourself in the workplace. So completely different topic. Sounds um, good. And uh, if you've enjoyed this one, please do subscribe and come back for that episode because it will be equally as good, I'm sure. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, please do come and subscribe. Join us for future episodes where we talk about the ins and outs of running paid media and driving improved conversions and revenue for your business. See you next time.